Hello and welcome to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Good evening. This is Paul. Paul, it's uh, Big Tuesday, I think NPR called it. Big Tuesday. Yeah. Big Tuesday. <laughs> so we have a number of states. Not quite a Super Tuesday, no. but a big one. Super Tuesday Junior? I don't know. Take your pick. Yeah. But uh, we've got Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Somewhere around Washington, and North Dakota. Right. Available. Yeah. Um, so, so far, we have a number of results that are in. Joe Biden has won in Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, and Missouri. According to the New York Times. Uh, Washington well, and North Dakota. Some are hedging out. on Idaho, but Idaho does look like it's done. Yep. Yeah. And then Washington, right now, it's... Uh, Sanders, and they're probably like doing early votes coming in still because mm-hmm. it's a West Coast state. But it looks like Biden won a commanding victory in Mississippi, yeah, Missouri, and Michigan. Yeah, um, I mean, right now, it, and I those mean, are all decent sized states. I mean, Mississippi's pretty small, but Missouri's good size, and Michigan's very good size. Well, Mississippi is interesting because right now it looks like Bernie Sanders is just under the threshold. He literally has 14.9%. Oh, can he win delegates? 15%, 15% is yeah. the threshold. So that's the question about whether or not uh, Joe Biden takes all 31 delegates. We so Joe Biden gave a speech tonight. He did. That looked, shall we say, presidential. I mean, he looked like he was out of central casting, if not yeah. just a little senior, but he really didn't have any senior moments on the stage. No. Of course, it helped that, that it was a very controlled environment, but of course, it had to be a controlled environment. Given COVID-19. Yeah. We're at a very sobering moment, I guess we would say. He spoke in a moment of fear, yeah, which is very real right now. And, I mean, has anybody tried to buy hand sanitizer or yeah. rubbing alcohol recently? Yeah, good luck. Um, yeah, ain't happening. Right, right, exactly. We have the DNC coming up here in Milwaukee in a few months. And, uh, you know, so I guess uh, hedge 50, your bets about whether or not uh, it's actually going to occur, at least on the level that we right. are hoping it will. I wonder, so what do you think? Do you think they would delay it a week or two? I mean, if you look at, like, the timelines of the epidemics, it's conceivable that the thing could be wound down pretty good, at least for the time being. Well, that's the the hope. uh, We just don't don't know, because we don't know where this thing goes in the warmer months. Right. The hope, obviously, is that it follows the flu, and once people spend more time outside, that it's uh, Or what we've seen happen in China. There's also things like, what do you do for people that are displaced in terms of the workplace? Well, that's a problem that's going to happen everywhere, not just in America. People that work in the service industry or people that, you know, are custodial workers in places that are shuttered. You know, what do we do for those people? Mm-hmm. Do we do, like, what apparently Donald Trump wants to do, which is... Uh, payroll know, tax ro- holiday. A payroll the problem tax is if you don't, don't get paid. Yeah. Let's, and there's let's, nowhere to spend your money because nothing's open. How is that going to help? Let's rob Social Security right. or... Maybe the better approach is, I don't know, guarantee sick leave for everybody right? so that they have a safety net if they are in a uh, workplace that gets temporarily shut not down. in their defense, that's not something that could probably be done, you know, legislatively in, a, in short order. I guess it could be, but I mean... Well, given the right sense of urgency, I think it could be. I mean, would you just force business to honor sick leave immediately for all employees, regardless of their tenure? You look at the most practical... I mean, that would probably be the best way to do it, but... I think you look at the most practical vehicle, and everybody has... They have a social security number, and you could possibly tack on to disability benefits... Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but we are a great country. We can do these things. Yeah, so. I think that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's been proposed. I'm just, like I said. I mean, that would be the most probably forward-thinking way. And then Mm -hmm. what I would do is pay for it by raising the cap on Social Security taxation. And maybe just do Do enough to get you through a crisis. Do you you think this president has that that vision and the the ability and the wherewithal to do that? I'll tell you what. If he proposed it, he could probably get it through. And it would probably be a stroke of genius for him politically. And I, and I, I hate to say that. Yeah. So well, but what it seems like he's leaning towards right now is a payroll tax cut to provide people spending money to go out and buy stuff. Like I said, if nothing's <laughs> open and everybody's laid well, off, exactly. how's that going to help? That yes. So what do we think about this primary? I mean, Michigan in particular was the prize tonight, mm-hmm. and it looks like Joe is running away with it. He took a lot of counties that Bernie took last time against uh, Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Right now, with 87% reporting, Joe Biden has roughly 53%. Bernie Sanders has about 37%. Wow. Uh, Bloomberg's got about four because of the early votes. What's kind of amazing is these early votes that are coming in now late are going to boost his turnout numbers. Yeah. And the question is how high? There was some speculation it could reach $2 million. I doubt it's going to get quite that high, but no. that's about what you would get in a general election in Michigan. Right now, with 87% reporting, uh, Joe Biden has 778,878. Okay. And then Bernie Sanders has 551,781. That means 1.5 million votes are cast. Yeah. So that means that they're on pace for about 1.7 million. So I guess the question That's is... That's really good turnout. Bernie really needed to do well in Michigan tonight to... Kind of mm-hmm. justify the the way forward. He may still win uh, Washington and maybe uh, North Dakota. I don't know if he bows out yet, but it's starting to look like it's nearing its end. That I mean, next week we well, have the way Biden spoke. It almost sounded as if he'd gotten a concession call. I mean, that was... well, I think he's trying to pivot because he realizes that momentum is on his side, and he's trying to change the trajectory of the race towards Donald Trump and away from the primary. Bernie can continue this thing on, and honestly, as Wisconsin voters, it's probably in our interest for him to continue campaigning because we uh, want to yes. get turned out on April seventh. I've been feeling the burn for that reason alone, frankly. I mean, we could do very well to have a primary. And Uh, next week we have Florida, Illinois, mm -hmm. Ohio, and Arizona, I believe, vote next Tuesday. And I don't know that Bernie has a shot in any of those except maybe Arizona. So I think the writing's probably on the wall. It looks like the consolidation is Bernie's been a little... uh, almost magnanimous at times yeah. uh, talking about Biden and surrogates. They've certainly softened their tone. Mm-hmm. Maybe you said something like maybe he wants to be in Biden's cabinet. Maybe. I Secretary mean, of, Secretary uh, of Labor, Labor. Uh, Bernie Sanders? I don't know. So the exciting thing about Michigan is in 2016 1,205,000 just over 1.2 million people voted in the Bernie Hillary primary. Okay. Today we're not even close to being done counting. Yeah. And we're at over 1.5 million. So that's good. That's a 25% increase, and we're not done yet. Well, so we're looking at like a 30, 35% increase, probably. Yeah. That's, that's a good that's, sign. That uh, sets you up for success. That's a very good sign. And that was happening in Virginia as well. Mm-hmm. It's happening, um, it happened a little bit in North Carolina. It definitely happened in Texas. It's starting to make me think that. We may have the makings of a wave here. 
the turnout was okay for Hillary. After all, she got the popular vote, but it wasn't Obviously good enough. it wasn't enough when you look at Pennsylvania, right. Michigan, right. and Wisconsin. Right. Joe Biden's speech tonight, I think he spoke to a lot of the core issues. He talked very soberly and spoke to, I think, a lot of the important issues that mm-hmm. people care about, and including guns. And just talked about yep. the like he said tr- trust and honesty, integrity, things that I think people have forgotten about that past three years like what a president is supposed to live up to like steady hand yes dignity and we obviously are going to have some very challenging weeks ahead of us as this virus rolls itself out across the country there's going to be a lot of displacement in terms of employment there's going to be disruption schools are going to be closed universities Mm -hmm. are going to be closed large workplaces Sporting events, all these things. Harvard is uh, kicking their students out of the dorms by the end of the week, I believe. And it's going to go completely online the rest of the semester. And this is going to happen around the country. The fact that Bernie went back to Vermont makes me think that they're going to... Reassess. A debate scheduled for this weekend. So I assume that's still on. I hope so. Maybe we'll see how things... Here's my take. I'm very comfortable with Biden at the top of the ticket. I'm comfortable with reuniting the party. But I will say this, you've drawn this out and about half the country's gotten at least a vote. Mm -hmm. I think we should let it sort itself out a little bit more. And I'm not just saying, I mean, yes, obviously I I want it for Wisconsin, but I also think it's not an unhealthy thing to have it go at least into the mid to late spring where there's a little bit of a, hey, at least these are ideas these people got to register their votes for Sanders. Yes, we want them to vote for Biden if Biden wins, but at least let these states have their say. Yeah. So, we'll see how it plays out, folks. And, you know, let the contest of ideas continue. And then I think it's, it's narrow enough that we can heal these divisions now yeah. and move forward. We'll see how it plays out, folks. More to come. We'll have more results next week. Yeah, and we got to start looking at our state and local elections, yeah. which are actually getting kind of interesting. The lawn sign battle up, is starting to heat quick. up on the south side. Absolutely. Forward, folks. Forward. Forward.